You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. Yesterday, on Tuesday, July 12th, the Green Party held its campaign launch for the upcoming local body elections. Among the candidates there were Otapoti Mayor Aaron Hawkins and Councillor Marie Laufiso, who were formally launching their re-election campaigns. Also there was the Green Party's Otago Regional Council candidate, Alan Somerville. The MC for the night was Tamaki Makoto MP and local body advocate, Chloe Swarbrick. I went down to the event held at Ironic Cafe and Bar to hear what Green Otipoti candidates had in mind for the future of their city, the region and the nation as a whole. The first question I asked each of the three candidates was what they were hoping to achieve in their respective councils if their campaigns were successful. Beginning with Marie Laufiso and finishing with Aaron Hawkins, this is what each of them had to say in response to that question. My main um, gift to the council, I guess, is uh, a voice from the fringes. And um, I think of all the councillors, all the 15 of us, I'm the only person that's got experience of uh, living on a, on a benefit or a low income. Um, and ma- mainly my background is as an activist. So my aspirations are that every young person and child knows that the city has their back, so there's generations of work to do. No homelessness of any kind and more ethnic diversity and strategic positions in the city. Well, there's two things for the possible third. One is, to show leadership, we really need faith restored in the council leadership. And that means councillors who can work collaboratively and in harmony with council staff, mana whenua, community groups and other councils. So that's that's right on top there. We also need a, a strong voice for Papatu Anuku in all that, because the environment is where we live. That's absolutely essential. And I guess thirdly, if, if the government doesn't bring this in through the local government reform process that's in, in place, just to make sure that the STV voting system is in place for the council next term in 2025. So our big focus over the last three years has been putting social and environmental well-being at the centre of everything that we do uh, and taking action on climate change and building our relationship with, uh, with mana whenua. And we've made good progress in all of those areas, I think. Uh, but it's the kind of thing that can easily go backwards under different leadership. So I'm not making any great commitments or big promises. I'm asking for people to support us to carry on the work that we've started uh, because there's there's plenty more to get done. Following this, I asked each of the candidates why it was important to them that they ran under the Green Party ticket as opposed to running independently. In the same order as the previous question, this is what they said. As I've said in, in the past to the Green Party, no Polynesian that's been raised right would have put themselves forward as an individual. Um, I was a num- among a number of us asked to that, and so I agreed to stand up. Everyone else said, said no, you didn't respond. Wow. Yeah. I can give you two reasons for that. One is that voter turnout is really low. What was it, 45% the last election? And why is that, people say? We don't know who we're voting for. So standing under the green ticket tells people where I, exactly where I'm coming from. There's no excuse of not knowing who I am. That's where we're coming from. The other is, I guess, um, that whole body of advice and support that comes from the Green Party. You know, I'm very much in tune with the, the sort of philosophy around ecological 
political wisdom and social justice. But I don't know everything, well, nearly everything. Um, but, you know, there's so many people I can know I can turn to for useful advice when it comes to things. So I guess those are the two reasons. I've always thought that it is more honest uh, for me to be open and transparent about my values. So I've been a member of the party for over 10 years. Uh, it wouldn't be any different. I wouldn't. My, my, my values and my worldview wouldn't be any different if I stood as an independent. Uh, but by declaring that as a Green Party candidate, uh, it means that people know where I stand and, and, and they can make their own decisions about whether that's something they want to support support or not, uh, as opposed to, as is often the case, uh, we have independent candidates who have very strong uh, ideological positions on things, but that's not necessarily that uh, obvious um, uh, when, when you're standing as an, as an independent. So you know, I've, I've, this is the third time I've done this, so the community has had the opportunity to accept that premise or not, and, and, and they've, they've, uh, they've said yes the last two times, so uh, I'm reasonably comfortable that they would be happy with that a third time. Finally, I asked them about the notoriously low voter turnout in local body elections, especially when it comes to the youth vote. I asked what could be done about getting young people in Otipoti to get out and vote, and why it was so important for the youth to be aware and involved in local body elections. Starting with Marie, then Alan, then Aaron, this is how they responded. Well, I think, it, as, as people say, they're inheriting this world. Um, and people say, oh, you're the leaders of the future. They're actually leaders now, and there just needs to be more of us making space and moving aside, uh, encouraging young people to actually understand um, their own experience and historical context of their own experience. But the thing is, we don't teach civics in this country, and that's um, a big problem. So New Zealand history in the curriculum, well, hopefully that's a seed, but it needs to do a lot more as well. Well, I guess it's the future of the country, and so that's that's why it's important, and it's the future of their lives. Yeah, certainly, I mean, I'm not doing much for the demographic, am I, in terms of trying to bring greater diversity. Um, so one thing would be, well, let's bring in that STV voting system, but I suppose it's just seeing how can we motivate people to see that this is what's useful. And I was telling some others this morning, I had a nice little meeting, those four bricks in town, and we rustled up some local sort of socially concerned and environmentally schools concerned high school students to come and talk to her and that was great to see that these young people still at high school are actually thinking about those issues now and with any luck they'll talk to their friends and they'll talk to their friends and to see that these are important issues to be concerned with. One of the big shifts I think we saw uh, in 2019, and not just in Otsuposi, but up and down the Motu, was uh, a far greater number of young people getting involved in the local body campaign, uh, standing as candidates, getting elected uh, to councils, uh, but also organising and taking an interest in voting. And I think to a large degree that's because, uh, in particular, youth-led uh, climate movements and environmental justice movements have made the connection between uh, local government uh, and and climate and the climate crisis mm. and so regardless of whether you're planning on living here for another three months or three years or 30 years uh, we need local councils everywhere uh, to be taking this work seriously and, and I think that was a it was a, it was a big difference I think in the campaign three years ago uh, 
that that urgency that it existed then has uh, only sharpened its focus in the interceding years, and so I think that is uh, that is the, the big opportunity for for young people for whom climate change isn't a partisan issue; it's, it's an existential one, right? So uh, people are uh, right, rightly concerned about the direction that we're heading in and whether we're doing enough and doing it fast enough. And so I think we'll see that again translate into uh, a, a decent a level of engagement around the country in the local elections. The campaign launch had a successful turnout with around 50 people in attendance, packing out the small restaurant and bar. Each of the candidates had an opportunity to outline their vision for Otepoti and the ways in which they could achieve these aims in accordance with the Green Party values of ecological wisdom and social justice. The mood at the event was warm and friendly, exemplified by the crowd spontaneously breaking into song following Marie Lafiso's speech. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast.